Have we have we started though? <laughs> oh, did, no, I don't know. Did we? I, I don't think started. we did. I don't think we did. <laughs> I just started. Sorry. Hello, everyone. I'm Lucas. And my name is Malu. And welcome back to Book Buddies with Lucas and Malu. <laughs> yes, we're so excited. We had a um, little break in our sessions because there was uh, the Easter holiday. And, and also because the weather was just really beautiful. And um, exactly. I don't know. I mean, I was not with my family for Easter, but all I know is that the bars were open and the weather was nice <laughs> and me and my friends me and my like two other friends because you can't meet many people at this current moment in life um we enjoyed the sun with some nice um some nice radla nice. shandy a shandy for our american listeners is that how you say that yeah i know it's i, I don't like the the english word either shandy. but yeah that a shandy yeah so weird oh yeah. wow so um yeah, and now we're back yeah yeah this week we're uh this week we're reading chapter eight and just chapter eight because it is quite long. Yeah. Um, yeah. a lot, a lot happens here. Um, mm -hmm. where it's really setting us up for the rest of the book. I have some very um, some interesting theories when we get to the end. Um, <laughs> I'll probably or I say when we get to the end, I'll probably just like scream them out in the middle of the book when we get there. But <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I'm waiting for that. <laughs> so um, Molly, would you like to would you like to start us off with the first part of chapter eight? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's a situation that I found really weird. Oh, yeah. Well, it's called so lecker in German. So it's yummy. So one yummy. word. Like it's yeah. a it's a product. It's like yeah, a brand it's, it's name. An, it's an ice cream brand. So what happens is Jimmy and Craig finished high school, and what's happening there is that they are on some kind of auction. They're, so they're having a party. I guess it's like um, organized from the school. And they're having this party and they're just people from other universities or from schools, whatever. And um, they kind of like pick the students they like. So, of course, Craig gets like a lot of offers because he's like the best in class. He finished his high school really good. And Jimmy is basically the last one that did not get any offers really um only when his dad kind of like i don't know he, he i think he knew the president of uh one university it's called martha graham that's like some art university mm. and so he kind of like i don't even know how to say that in german <laughs> he basically like used his connections to like <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of like right. get his it's like the that, like that recent yeah that college scandal that just happened but with less money and not real exactly yeah <laughs> So his vitamin B, basically, uh, yes. vitamin C in, Ger in, in English, right? <laughs> yeah. In yeah. German, it's vitamin B. Okay. Anyways, uh, Jimmy gets a uh, place in Martha Graham, which he doesn't really care about. I have this feeling. And um, Ramona is there, too. And we um, know now that Jimmy's dad and Ramona got married and his father got like divorced in absence, is that how you say it, um, from his mother, from Jimmy's mom, because she was just not there. So they kind of just divorced her without her being there. Yeah, they just like, they're like, okay, this marriage yeah. is like annulled now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Ramona uh, is trying to have a baby. And 
I don't know, Jimmy just doesn't really care. He doesn't really like his father anyways. That's what I get from this chapter. And um, yeah, Craig and him are kind of like hanging out at their party and kind of like they don't care a lot. And Craig is super, super brain. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And um, also what happened is um, about a month before they graduated, Craig's mom died. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> so, I'm so bad with those mothers in this book. <laughs> it's okay. They, they're both gone now. Um, yeah. oh, well. But so basically, Craig's mother, she, um, the way they say it in the book is she got in contact with some sort of bio form, mm-hmm. which is like, I, basically, she got sick, some sort of disease, and it like ate her skin. The saddest thing about this is that, um, that he, Craig, couldn't say really like goodbye to his mother because she was on some kind of isolation hospital room and there was like a window where they were supposed to talk to each other but then some technology whatever didn't really work so his mom was like talking but he didn't get a word she said that's so sad it is sad but Craig doesn't really act like he's sad about it like yeah, he calls he it he he said it was impressive Um, And he said that she was like, he said she was like foaming at the mouth. And Jimmy was like, what do you mean? And Craig was like, have you ever put salt on a slug? Mm -hmm. So like, he's like, he's like equating that to like his watching his mother die. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like he's approaching it with like more of a curiosity than like a sadness. Yeah. Um, That kind of made me me, um, think that Craig really does not have, he's a sociopath, basically. He doesn't have any abilities to actually socially interact (laughs) it's either that or he's like so proud that he just like is like concealing his emotions i think it's one of like one of the two options but like he's definitely a narcissist like that's for sure i yeah i'm not i know i call i'm pretty sure i called him a sociopath in the last episode um (laughs) but i'm actually not completely sold on that yet i'm like i'm heading in that direction for sure but i don't know Mm -hmm. if i would like really subscribe to that idea quite yet yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty close. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like you're like you're right on the fence. You're like yeah. like about to fall off. <laughs> yeah, because also Jimmy, he says in the last part of this um chapter, he says, well, he doesn't understand how Craig can be so cold, so that you know sees he sees his own mother basically fall apart, and he couldn't have imagined his mother dying that way, and he could have had like watch that but craig was like yeah whatever yeah so, yeah all right so that was that was a chapter that didn't really say anything <laughs> i think besides the <clears throat> fact they're all off to university now and his mom died which i actually forgot yeah too and so the next the next part of the chapter is called happy Kappa, which is i don't know i don't know if we've touched on happy Kappa. i'm pretty sure it came earlier in the book as well i think so um this new coffee brand Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is the summer after they graduate high school but before they go off to college mm-hmm. they go out to like a cabin with Uncle Pete which is um, Craig's His stepfather yeah. mm-hmm. and basically it's kind of just giving like a like a view of like the global situation right now mm-hmm. and so basically Happy Kappa is like about to get a monopoly on the global coffee business because of this new like coffee plant that they've genetically modified mm-hmm and they're like, they call it like the coffee wars, like the Gen Mod coffee wars. So like there are like riots going on throughout the whole world and like 
people throw the, bombs and I don't know stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like there's like a mixture of like police brutality and like eco terrorism like going on, and it's like it's basically like it's history in the making. Like it's a big historical event that's happening in this world. Like there are, it's happening all throughout. Like it's not just in their area. It's not in the U.S. It's, it's everywhere. Um, it's everywhere. Yeah. And in the United States, they're having a instead of the Boston Tea Party, they're having a Boston Coffee Party. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought so too. But they kind of like fucked it up because the boat didn't sink or whatever. No, no, the the Happy Cup uh, um, packages didn't sink or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, they threw the crates in the water, but they didn't put any rocks in them, yeah. so they're just like floating in the harbor or yeah. i don't know if, i don't know if it's the harbor i don't wherever in the, in the ocean yeah yeah so that was more but, like an advertisement for that brand instead of yeah <laughs> yeah and then so things sort of escalate when the anti-happy cuppa um protesters bomb the lincoln memorial uh, memorial mm-hmm. and they kill five japanese tourists yeah um and there's like a bunch of protests going on and so they're watching this on the TV with Uncle, um, what's his name, Uncle Jimmy? I'm like, no, not Uncle Jimmy, Uncle, Uncle Pete. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jimmy. No, so Jimmy, Craig, and Uncle Pete are all in the living room watching this. Mm-hmm. There, There's like protests happening. And then on the screen, Jimmy sees his mom. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Surprise. <laughs> She's back. Um, and she He's is. one of the protesters. And Jimmy is like scared that Uncle um, Uncle Pete saw it, so they like don't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But then later, um, Craig was like, "So like, was that your mom?" <laughs> Craig, Craig was like, "You saw it. like he's like I saw it too like you're, that was your yeah. mom." Mm-hmm. Then Craig sort of tells more about how his dad died, which is kind of like a similar situation to what happened to Jimmy's mom. Instead, besides yeah. the fact that she didn't die, but apparently both well, we, of them were like kind of behind something. We, oh. we, we, we know we're, we're not there yet, Malo. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> no, but Craig, Craig just like he reveals that his dad um, fell off um, a bridge, <laughs> like a highway bridge, and was like, he said that by the time the people got to him, he would, was cat food. That's what he called him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, we don't need to get super into that. It's just kind of like a weird, like it's just like a conversation that they have. But like, yeah, Craig, but like we, maybe the interesting thing is that um, he says that his dad was also a um, person working for Healthwiser West or whatever. So he was yeah. a researcher, I don't know, researching stuff. <laughs> Craig kind of explains a little bit more into it. I don't want to like, I basically have to read the whole page if I'm going to like say anything about it. Um, but so I'm just going to, I'm just not going to do that. But Craig tells a little bit more about his dad dying. Mm-hmm. And then in the next page, it jumps like there's like two paragraphs just like really quickly at the end of the chapter yeah. where we're back to, we're back to snowman. Um, and he is just like, how could I have missed it? Like basically there was some sort of underlying message mm-hmm. that, um, that Craig was trying to tell Jimmy and he now snowman in the future can realize like what Craig was trying to say, but in the moment he did not, um, I seriously do not know what he means. <laughs> I um don't really either. <laughs> <laughs> I like I I think I do know what he means, but like from what Craig was saying to Jimmy in that moment, like I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um maybe interesting also um the fact that Uncle Pete is not only his stepfather, he was also his dad's friend and his dad's boss. Which I thought is kind of, you know, suspicious. Oh my 
Oh my, I did. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not going to react to that right now because <clears throat> well, well, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> no, no, that's, oh, I'm just I'm like, just putting I'm, this like out here. <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I'm like speechless. I'm like, shit. Okay. Did you yeah, go? <laughs> I did. I, I'm sure I did, but like, I don't know. Okay. It was, we also have to say that, we postponed this meeting like three times, so. Oh yeah, no. Just... We, this was we were supposed to record this like three weeks ago. Yeah. So I, me reading this is a while. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, any of you who are listening to this, hopefully you, you know, if you're if you are reading with us, then like, forgive us. <laughs> forgive us and like good for you. Like you know you know what's happening, and if you're not, then like we're we're gonna try our best to fill the holes. But you know, it's not you're not gonna get everything. It's, you know. <laughs> But I don't think anyone's expecting to get everything from us. Like you know, Probably. we're we're also for this next chapter. My notes are so funny. I just what's it called in English? Applied rhetoric. Yeah, it's the same term. Hmm. What's it, what are your notes? Tell me. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to read them all off. I can read you my notes like at the end of the chapter, but I don't because like if I just like read them right now, then it's just like okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or I can I can tell you them right now and I'll just cut them out. Okay. <laughs> Um, film and TV outdated. Yeah. Atwood predicts deep fakes. Bernice is a queen. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy is a fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> manipulating these poor girls with a sad boy bullshit. Oh. Oryx is the only one who can see through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to um, tell me a little bit about this chapter, or I don't know? Sure, I can. Yeah. So the next chapter, applied rhetoric. Jimmy is, he goes to the Martha Graham Institute. He makes it there. And first, before, before we even talk about that, I did a little research. Martha Graham is a real person. Really? Um, <laughs> she's a, she's a dance. She's basically like the mother of modern dance. Oh. I even watched like, I watched like a 45 minute documentary on her and like her dance style. And it's like really interesting. It had a lot to do with like, um, like concaving the body and then like lashing out. And it's like, it's like really, it's, it's like beautiful. It's, I don't know. Wow. Just, Shout out to Mar- shout out to Martha Graham. She was an icon. She was a queen. I didn't even know um, her. Wow. I didn't either, but I just looked it up. I should. I I, I I danced for years in high school, but yeah, I was just saying you were, you were dancing when you were younger, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I should have known her, but yeah, I do, I do now. So you know, better late than never. True. But um, but anyway, so the institute um, it's basically it's surrounded by um. And I quote, the tackiest kind of plebeians. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I don't know. He, the school is basically like kind of run down and it's like underfunded. And like, you know, I, like, you know, Jimmy was like the last to be selected. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a, it's not a, it's like, it's a liberal arts school. It's not like the most, it's not Harvard. It's not like. Yeah, but exactly. And also the point. Is- and nothing against, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything against liberal arts schools, first of all. Um. I'm just saying, like, it's it's definitely, like, underfunded. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but, but I mean, there's a reason why it's underfunded. It's because people don't need, like, studying arts anymore because everybody can use a film camera or can cut a video or whatever. So, at least that's what they say here. Yeah, yeah, no, and so, yeah, that was one of my notes, is that, um, which is, these are really new technology that have, like, just come out or... Mm-hmm. I don't know how long they've been around actually, but like they're now accessible to the public are deep fakes. Mm-hmm. And Margaret Atwood literally predicted them in 2003. 
And there's like this thing yeah. here where he says like you can literally just like splice together a video of like mm -hmm. you can just take any basic plot. So you could literally take someone's naked body. Yeah. And like some other person's face and then make that into like Pride and Prejudice. Like yeah. so I I don't know. It's just like the the technology is um quite advanced. Yeah. I don't even know when when did you write it? 2003, did you just say that? Yeah, 2003. So, oh, that's when it was published. So I don't even remember. That. Yeah, I don't even remember having a phone in 2003. So I definitely did not. Yeah, you were really young. <laughs> I was like seven, and who that? I was like maybe, maybe seven. <laughs> did she like see see the future? I don't know. <laughs> Crazy. She did a. She did a. The thing is, like, sometimes there are things where like she got it really wrong, but like mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that she got really right. Yeah. And yeah, it's so really it's creepy, um, kind of. I don't know. It's creepy. It is. It's it, it is. It's weird. Mm -hmm. So we learn. We learn more about um, the school, the people who are there. Jimmy's first roommate, um, Bernice. All oh, hail Bernice. Bernice. <laughs> I fucking love Bernice. She is my queen. Yeah. Um, she she is described <laughs> as a fundamentalist vegan, um, with stringy hair held back with a wooden clip in the shape of a toucan. <laughs> who wears a succession of God's Gardener's t-shirts. And I guess basically she smells bad because she doesn't like deodorant because um, it's like <laughs> bad for you, you know? And so Bernice literally like, she like hates Jimmy. She like, yeah. the fact that he eats meat, like she hates it. He, um, she burns his leather sandals <laughs> because they're not vegan. Um, and she burns his underwear too because she's basically like, you're a slut because Jimmy's like, His sex life has definitely taken off mm -hmm. once he once he got to school. Yeah. Jimmy complains about Bernice and gets moved to a room by himself, which allows him to thus have more sex with these girls. Um, Should we? Talk do you want to? Yeah, I was going to say, do you want to talk a little bit about his his sex life and his um, yeah. behavior? I was just uh, asking you, yeah, if I should save you here. <laughs> yeah. Um. He well. The, the fact, the thing that made me kind of dislike Jimmy is that in, in like, you know, he's basically the first person narrator in the story. Not really, but we kind of see everything from his perspective, right? So what yeah. he says, I have this one sentence that says, well, after he got his new room, he felt much better. Now he was free. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now he's free. What the fuck, man? You're such a whore. And he's just <laughs> like, so cool. And... So he's just trying to teach you that you're an ass. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my god, Bernice, Bernice, I love her. <laughs> and yeah, so after um he's moved into this his own room, um he finds out that he kind of apparently has this kind of melancholy. How do you say that? Yeah, melancholy. Melancholy that um attracts a certain type of women. Um, especially those who are kind of, I don't know, out of space, I might say, uh, I don't know, the ones who are like, um, I don't know how to say that, the ones who are like trying to like heal his wounds, you know, and trying to like save him or whatever. Yeah, they see him as like a, like a project mm -hmm. to like work on. And seriously, I don't want to be offending everybody right now, but I am. <laughs> I have but <laughs> okay, that's bad. I know, but I'm studying on an art school like that right now. And yeah. seriously, I I totally get that because we have. If you study art, 
usually you have a percentage of um, men and women that is not even. You usually have a ton of women and just like a few men. And I totally mm -hmm. get that because I don't want to be um, superficial or anything. But seriously, in my university, if you have a penis, you're attractive. You don't have to have yeah. any looks. <laughs> you don't have to have a brain, basically, which, of course, everybody has because you do have to, you know, it's not easy to get into this university. But anyways, yeah, yeah but you know what I mean? So I totally understand the situation right now because... The bar is just so yes, low. it is so low because usually people who study art are women. And he also mentions this, that there were a lot of women. <laughs> so yeah. apparently that worked for him. Yeah, but I think just this whole chapter seriously made me so sad, maybe because I have this background right now studying this. And I was like, why do the arts die? Come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's sad. Like, especially Corona showed me that again, that you need the arts. You need the yeah. fine arts. You need it. You can't, humans can't live, I don't know, simply and with I, Netflix. <laughs> I have like an, I have like an interesting thought to that topic as well, but I'm going to wait until, <laughs> until the next chapter to get into okay. it or a couple chapters down the line um, or parts, whatever. Um, but I want to, I want to come back to that for sure. Okay, sure. Um, well, maybe one more thing about the whole um, Jimmy is having a lot of sex topic. Um, he kind of like breaks up with all of these girls, but makes uh, what I what I re what I read from this um, this was that he kind of made them think it was their idea. <laughs> I, I don't know mm -hmm. if you got the same feeling, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This was kind of like you know there was a lot of crying, but in the end, there it was them saying, "Grow up, Jimmy," you know. So, and he was actually yeah, well, sad when they packed their stuff, but, but he was apparently not having a problem with having a new girl at, very soon. And that's, that's my theory again about art schools. <laughs> well, yeah. well, he was like, he's like manipulating these girls yeah. too. He's like, he's like saying like, oh, like I'm damaged goods. And yeah. like, oh, like, you know, you can't save me. And you know what it made me think of when Jimmy was younger, um, he spent so much time trying to like make his mom feel better, mm -hmm. like try to, to like sort of like heal her sadness. Mm -hmm. And he like, you know, like that was like kind of like just that became his idea of love. Yeah, I was thinking the same so, thing because also um, this in the end, in, in, uh, the mother is mentioned again. So I was, yeah, but. Yeah, but so, like, he basically in his relationships with these women, he basically becomes his mother yeah. and he makes these these women like be in his position that he was in as a child that's that's my analysis here yeah and, and also um his mother that's the last part i just mentioned um he says that of course everybody knew about his scandalous mother <laughs> and he also used that he used that um to get the girls because they were you know comforting him because his mom left him whatever so mm -hmm. it's just part of his sob yeah, story yeah, exactly so seriously <laughs> and and the and the interesting thing maybe is that now um the last part is about um snowman um is snowman talking again basically and um he feels bad for that now i have the feel yeah and um i i he says du halunke <laughs> i don't know if i don't know what 
that means where is that that's like basically um you know this really long last part of the chapter in the chapter but then in the last sentence of the part before du halunke sagt schneemensch laut es ist ein gutes wort halunke eins der goldenen oldies oh yeah scoundrel uh, what say it again scoundrel scoundrel Du halunke. I've also never heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. It's I like an old it. Word. Yeah, I like I like that too because. Yeah, it's it's one of the golden oldies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I mean, um, yeah, Snowman is uh, reflecting everything what he did, and I don't know. This just kind of fits perfectly. This word <laughs> in German, at least. And also, like right at the end of this part, um, it's we come back to Oryx mm -hmm. just for a second. Um, And he says that Oryx was the only one that like wasn't impressed by his mother or like any of these stories. Yeah. Um, and he says that Oryx didn't never had pity for him, but she also never had self pity, yeah. and that she always refused to feel how he wanted her to feel. Yeah. And he's basically like just like kind of thinking how maybe that's like one of the reasons why Oryx has such a hold on him. Was that her secret? Or has has such a hold on mm -hmm. him? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, before we get to the next part, because this right now for me is exactly half of the book. And I seriously, yeah. from, at this part, I don't even know what's happening here. <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> this is a pain, really. I really want to know what's happening. Why is the situation? Why is the world like that right now? What happened? Is this one of those books where everything is just solved in the last three pages? I cannot... Stanford. Well, the, the the worst part the worst part about this book is it might not even be solved in this book because it's the first of the trilogy. Right? Oh damn, I forgot. No. Speaking of the second book arrived, I have oh, wow, it now. That's great. I have it too. I I had it before, but I yeah. I'm like, we're getting ready for season two, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also before we before we start this next part too, um, I think I'm gonna I I think we've been talking about having a trigger warning for the episodes. Gotcha. Obviously we're still in the process of recording everything. So not everything's done. Um, I've only even edited at this point. Yeah. We're like halfway done like this entire like season or series, whatever you want to call it. And I like, we don't even have like a, we don't have a logo or like I've only edited one of the episodes, you know? So <laughs> it's a lot of things un unfinished, but basically we're probably going to put a trigger warning in either at the beginning of the first episode mm -hmm. or at the beginning of every episode based on like certain topics. Yeah. Um, And I just wanted to say that I, this, the, the next, the title of this part is a bit insensitive. I would, um, and I'm going to, I mean, we're, I'm going to say it, you know, that's, it's in the book. I'm going to tell you what it's called, but I just wanted to say that it, um, it is definitely a bit insensitive. Um, it, you know, it was written in 2003. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's called Asperger's U. Mm -hmm. Same in German. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's basically referring to Crake's University, um, which is called Watson Crake University. Yeah. So yeah, because basically, it's, it's, we, we yeah, maybe sorry. have to say that um, why is this is coming up because um, Jimmy is about to visit Crake at his university because they always uh, kind of like like we're in contact via email, and now he decided to visit him. Yeah, and this is also, this is like a year and a half later, too. Mm -hmm. So they haven't seen each other in, in since that summer after high school. So now they're like, they're like sophomores mm -hmm. um, in college. And they're about to see each other for the first time. Yeah. And the first thing that Jimmy notices is that Watson Crick 
is such a different world compared to Martha Graham, just like from the outside, because the security controls are like super, super um, picky. Maybe you can say it like that. And also like the whole thing is super clean and yeah, just big. And they were like guarded um, a weapon. I don't know, guards with weapons. I don't know how to say that. Um, yeah, armed guards. Armed guards, thank you. Um, he couldn't just like walk in there, you know. So that was the first big difference between those two schools. Um, but just to, to go back a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Bef no no it's okay it's, it's just like it's like one page before what you're talking about right now but um jimmy during their email conversations basically craig is like talking about how like smart everyone is at the university he calls them demi demi autistic which is like it's like part of the, the title I, I don't yeah. know um but so then basically craig is like compared to this place health wiser was a plea bland yeah and he was like it was wall-to-wall -wall nts and jimmy's like what's an nt and it's a, a neurotypical, so your average Joe, me, you, mm -hmm. probably, you know, being neurotypical is, like, not a bad thing, but Craig's, it's, like, literally everyone's neurotypical unless you're, like, a fucking genius. So Craig is basically kind of, like, he's, like, using that as sort of a way to, like, put himself above Jimmy yep. by, like, calling Jimmy a neurotypical and being, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Which uh, happened before, I think, <laughs> the situation. Yeah. 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 Craig's just an ass. But I mean Jimmy isn't really like a nice person either, so maybe they just Yeah, no, they're each other. neither they're not <laughs> both of them are not great. Like they're not I don't love either of them. Yeah, but isn't this weird now that I think about it? Usually you have one character, like one favorite character in a book that you like I don't know, you have so much empathy for. And with Jimmy and Craig, I cannot like find this. Also, Oryx, maybe she could be like high up, but we don't know anything about her. I'm like, she's like spooky yeah, to me. Yeah. She's yeah. she freaks me so out. Seriously, there are basically no characters that that a reader could love. You know, if you compare it with another book, usual, I don't know any other book basically. Um. Also, I think I don't know. I don't know how much we need to get into this. I'm gonna doggy ear this page because I'm. I have a feeling that it might be important for later. So we can always come back mm -hmm. to it if we, if it, you know, if we need to draw our connection later, yeah. but yeah. I just wanted to quickly talk about how Jimmy was like, sort of like finding his, his like passion or whatever, like finding something to do. And he's like kind of collecting all these words. Mm -hmm. Is that here? Uh, it's for the rhetoric course. <laughs> I don't know. What... Yeah. Yeah. That's here. I think if that's what you mean, I don't know. Yeah, but it's it says it right here. He's he's um putting lists together with old words. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I know it just kind of reminded me of like the 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 eggs that Oryx laid in you know in the that he told the the children mm -hmm. of Craig um that like you know the children the children of Craig then like ate all the words in the first yeah. um, egg. I don't know. I just thought maybe there was something important there, but basically he's like he's compiling old words and like he like sees them as like his children. Yeah. And Oh yeah, that that's another thing too. Um, it says here he he developed a strangely tender feeling towards such words as if they were children abandoned in the woods, and it was his duty to rescue them. And Snowman later is still doing that. He's using like the yeah. word we just had <laughs> a minute ago, basically. Scoundrel, yeah. yeah. So Snowman's still doing that. That's like one of yeah, the and few it also, things like, that he still has from like the 
Jimmy person he was. I think that he kind of like sees the children of Craig in a similar way. Like he feels like he needs to protect them because they're sort of like, they're almost like the last connection to like the old world in a way. Yeah. Oh, 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 I just had a thought. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I, we're not there yet, but oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking, I think in the next chapter, I don't know if it's somewhere here. Um, it's either like right at the end of the chapter or the beginning of the next chapter where Jimmy sees those like big ass butterflies. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, but they were like the big genetically modified butterflies and Jimmy was like, are they real? And Craig was yeah, like, I, I remember, but I just don't what, remember where it was, but I think it was, you yeah, know, it was just, he, um, he saw these big butterflies and he asked Craig if they were real or fake. And Craig was like, like, what do you mean real or fake? Mm-hmm. And Jimmy was like, yeah, like, are you know, did you, are, are, they're not naturally occurring. Like, you know, are they, did you guys make them here? Like, are they genetically modified? And Craig was like, even if they are genetically modified, like that doesn't mean that they're not real because like, mm-hmm. you know, they eat, they breed, they die like every other thing in the natural world. And like the way, I guess the way Craig sees it is like, if like the humans are part of the natural world. And so anything that humans create mm-hmm. it like is then, you know, it's real. Yeah, this, um, I just him. found it. It's in the next chapter. Um, the um, It's called Hunölfe in German. <laughs> yeah. The wolf yeah. hogs. Yeah, it's in the beginning of that. Yeah, but this whole, this, okay, this yeah. whole um, what's real, what's fake conversation, I think this is happening a lot. <laughs> and also, um, oh God, I wanted to say this earlier. Actually, I forgot to say it. But um, That's... when you, what I wanted to come back to when you were talking about the, the mm-hmm. arts, it's like, I feel like once we get to, um, to Watson Crick and you see like how beautiful the school is and like all the opportunities that they have, like, it sort of shows like this like dichotomy. I don't know. Is that even the right word? I what hope so. Um, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's like a two sided, like, like the, you see the comparison, like where the value mm-hmm. is, like where the value lies, where people put value on these two different institutions. Cause it's kind of like, like the science versus yeah, the arts. Yeah, yeah. And it really shows that like in this world, especially but in the world we're living into how, like under appreciated the arts arts are and like how everything is like kind of focused on like stem and like it and stuff like that now and everybody wants to like invent new technologies and get rich and whatever and it's like you can't really like be like it's not true that you can't be successful as an artist but like that's kind of like a like a stigma in like society in general um as being an artist right now um i have to tell you well i am an artist and i cannot live off it so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, I think this is. Are we gonna continue with this chapter now with the next part? Yeah, we we might as well just, unless you have something else you want to talk no, about. No, actually, in just, just the, the past point chapter that we already said that Craig is being arrogant and whatever. We say yeah. that every every five sentences, <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's like literally every page you could say that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but um, in what I what I found interesting is that the Watson Craig. Um, seems to be like a palace compared to Martha Graham. And um, Mm -hmm. uh, besides the butterflies you just talked about, they basically have all kinds of um, inventions apparently made by students all over the place. For example, uh, 
well, they they walk through the hall or whatever, and Craig tells um, uh, Jimmy, you know, uh, those plants they can basically uh, heal every children children's sickness or whatever. And so there's a lot of stuff besides the the butterflies that is crossing. Yeah, the like that fucking basically. chicken, like that chicken, that gross mm-hmm, chicken. Yeah, for example, gross. <laughs> and um, what you just said, I just saw that. Sorry. I would come back to what you said about the whole what's real, what's fake discussion is that mm. there's one part, it is like basically um, the last sentence of the whole first part of this thing. Um, it says, if you realize that they fake, then they're badly made, maybe. I'm really roughly translating here. Did yeah. you say that already? I'm sorry. Okay. No, I didn't say that. Well, kind of, yeah. kind of, yeah. So but... I would- I was thinking this um, is maybe the, the clue about the whole thing. Also, if you have Craig's children in mind, because they mm-hmm. they seem real, right? They seem to be human, even though they do have some animal qualities, whatever. But are they fake? Are they real? We don't know. But Craig says that, like about the butterflies, if you if you saw that they're wrong, um, they're not real, then they just badly made. And but those butterflies, they fly and they made and they lay eggs and you know so it's basically like craig's kids so this is why i found this is a really interesting um chapter a part of the chapter because basically this is already craig's i don't know invention maybe (laughs) Uh, maybe we're Mm -hmm. getting closer to something interesting here (laughs) they like continue on with this tour craig's like giving jimmy a tour of the like the whole Mm -hmm. institution and um, yeah, this, the, the first thing that, like, not the first thing they see, but um, one of the things that they come across, ne- come across next are, um, what are they called? It's like they're at the, the neo-agriculture department, mm-hmm. and they've basically, like, genetically modified this sort of chicken. Mm-hmm. They, he, okay, this, this is how to describe it in the book. Um, what they were looking at was a large bulb-like object that seemed to be covered with stippled whitish yellow skin. Out of it came 20 thick fleshy tubes. And at the end of each tube, another bulb was growing. Mm-hmm. So basically these are like weird genetically modified chickens that like don't like, they just live in like a mm-hmm. tube and they just like, they grow chicken breasts and that's it. And, like they don't even have yeah. like a head or they do have a head, but like, do they No. Oh no, they don't. No, they don't have heads. Um, yes, they do. Yeah, the head's in the middle. There's a mouth opening at the top. They dump the nutrients in there. No eyes or beak or anything. They don't need those. True. And they're called chicky knobs in German. That's the- Chicky knobs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So creepy. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy starts to, like, kind of get a bad mm-hmm. feeling about them. He, like, he sort of feels like, like, a, like a line is being crossed. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like the whole like playing god thing it's just kind of like un- unsettling yeah and also now that you mentioned god i get the feeling that students at this university are actually treated like that too because everybody has an own suite basically and everything they need so mm-hmm. craig doesn't have a roommate he has his whole uh, whole um bathroom to himself with like weird fun um with weird extras i don't even know and he has his own living room his own dining room and a big workspace so this is crazy i mean this is not a university this is a hotel basically <laughs> apparently what i got from this chapter was that 
all those students, they do invent crazy things, apparently for maybe, I don't know, the government or whatever. They, they create them for the government, but they also, like, they get contracts yeah. from the government um, and, like, from, from these, like, um, wh- whatever the, whatever those things were called that they used to live in, like, the little yeah. enclaves or whatever, um, like, the, or, like, private mm-hmm. companies as well. Um, yeah, and, and, like, I don't know if that's called, I, I mean, I have my problem with that because I kind of feel like they don't really actually study, they just invent stuff, and isn't this supposed to be a university? All they do is uh, invent crazy things like cheeky noobs, knobs, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, uh, get prizes uh, for the best invention and whatever. But do they actually study or do they need to study because they're already like super smart, like Craig and so- sociopaths? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about that. It, it talks about like a little bit of, like about the student life as well here. And like all the people, they have like, they'll have like crazy like mathematical formulas on their shirts. And then like the people will go up and like laugh because it's yeah. like a joke. I was like, I don't even under, like, I don't I get don't, it. Like, I didn't. <laughs> they're just, they're all, they're all fucking nerds. That's what they are. <laughs> That's true. But nothing against nerds um, because I love them. So in general, yeah, actually, those ones, yeah, no, though. no, of course. <laughs> but he, Jimmy says that, um, at, at um, Watson Crick, the Bernice look was um, the typical rule, <laughs> except there were there were a few more religious All t-shirts. All hail Bernice. <laughs> All hail Bernice. Yeah. And um, I don't know, is, is that already in here where, where Jimmy asks about the t-shirts and Craig just doesn't care about explaining it to him because he basically says you're too stupid to understand that? Yeah. 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 And he's also like, he's introducing Jimmy to everyone as the neurotypical. Yeah, yeah. So mean. Um, yeah, and then he says, uh, well, some things are too complicated for you, Jimmy. <laughs> like the- Yeah, and it's like I like it's like one of those jokes that like you'd have to like you'd have mm-hmm. to explain a lot of like background before they could even understand the joke. Like it's not even about under- explaining the yeah. joke, it's just like So would you um would you like to explain to us now why why this chapter is called what it's called? Wait, what's it called again? <laughs> Wolfogs. Yeah, because um they made them there. Um they're uh like like you said that um Craig is giving him a tour and then the last uh I don't know, station or is that how you say that? Yeah, the last yeah. stop on the tour the last basically. Stop on the tour is the um defense section maybe. And um it is that in there that they're trying to like, I don't know, um invent some um, bioform that is uh, a, vap- a weapon basically and um, but what all what that Jimmy sees is a cute little doggy <laughs> basically mm. um, but Craig says don't put your hand through the cage I think uh, I think we already met those how do you say that who knows I can't remember the English word the wolfhogs I think we've already met the Wolfhogs yeah. in Snowman's Live. Or we've, we've, like, we've yeah. heard a lot about them. I don't yeah, think yeah, we've but, met one yet. But this but. is where they came from. So um, they do have um, some, I don't know, he, uh, Craig tries to explain. They have a pit bull um, gene, apparently. And uh, they would totally just eat Jimmy's hand if he would put it through the cage, you know. And um, yeah. the Core Core people, 
I basically gave um, them the order to invent those kind of dogs. Yeah, so they're they're like creating yeah. a, a police weapon, basically. And, uh, it's so weird because at one point Craig says that nature is for zoos what God is for the church. Is that does it make sense? It's the last part. Yeah, I'm trying to see what he. Um... Well, basically, he says that he believes. Um, he doesn't believe in nature. Yeah, nature is to zoos as God is yeah. to churches. So what he means uh, is, well, what Craig means with that is that he doesn't believe in nature. And um, he apparently uh, just kind of wants to take things in his own hands. And uh, I, I think the, the oh, I forgot again. Who knows? <laughs> Shit, I have to write a list with all those. The, the wolf fogs. No, so it's the okay. wolf hogs and also the chicken no- knobs, <laughs> chicken knobs, chicken knobs. <laughs> such weird words. That um, yeah, that's that's for Jimmy again. That's a a part where he thinks this has crossed the line. Um, how much is too much? Mm-hmm. Then Craig says basically, uh, those walls and cages are here for a reason, not to take us out, but to take to keep them in. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says there that humanity needs barriers. Is that the right word? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I found that really interesting. And I do get the feeling more and more that Craig came up with his kids in that surrounding because he doesn't believe in nature and he yeah. wanted to make something way better or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, he obviously he doesn't yeah. care about anything. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't. He didn't wasn't sad when his mom died. Like he, you know, like I wonder, it's all just like kind of like I wonder, it's like an experiment to him. I wonder why he even cares for Jimmy. It, yeah, that's a, that's another thing too, is because like I get the feeling that he like genuinely like likes Jimmy yeah. and trusts him. I definitely don't think he sees Jimmy as an equal, but like I think that he like in some w- weird way has some sort of respect for respect, him. Respect, or maybe it's just um, he's used to it, or he like he's used he, to him or he, something. Because he's always been around. Yeah, he's comfortable with him. I don't know, but I the more I read about Craig, the less I like him and the less I understand this the relationship between him and Jimmy. I think that I'm just cuz um we still have two more chapters to go and we've been recording yeah. for about an hour now. I think is it okay if I just kind of quickly yes, speed please. through the the next one? Okay. So the next chapter is called mm-hmm. Hypothetical. Um, there's some talk about like more of student life, you know, it talks about how the food's great, how like student services will get you prostitutes if you need it mm-hmm. because they see the need for sex as like, you know, like be- basically they're like being horny is bad. So like, we'll get you a prostitute, even if you're like gay or if you have a fetish, like they'll, they got that mm-hmm. for you too. On the second to last evening, Craig is like, Hey Jimmy, let me walk you through this hypothetical scenario. And Jimmy's like, all right, cool. Craig basically comes up with a hypothesis of his or some sort of idea that he has. And what he's saying is that Healthwiser is creating new diseases. And so what they're doing is they're putting these diseases. Well, so they, they create the diseases and the cure for them at the same time. And then they put the diseases in their vitamins and like, a lot of people have like a strong enough immune system to just fight, uh, like fight them off. But like some people don't. So like not, you know, 
if ever, if everyone got sick from eating these products, like you know, it would, people would notice, but they don't because only some of them get sick. And then like this bioform, this disease, sort of spreads throughout the um the population. Like you know, most of it goes mm-hmm. to the plea glands, so that they can sell the the cure for this disease. Crake thinks that Jimmy's mother knew mm-hmm. about this, and he thinks that Jimmy's father also knew about it, that he was in on it and he was a part of it and that his mom Mm -hmm. found out. And that's why she left. And Craig also thinks that Healthwiser killed his dad. So he says that because he also has the evidence kind of because he hacked himself into his dad's emails before, before they um, took his computer. And yeah. So what you said earlier about uncle Mm -hmm. Pete being his boss makes a lot of sense too because basically craig is like uncle pete wouldn't have wanted the bottom line threatened and um his mom was i guess maybe scared that like if something happened to his dad like if you know if things went bad like if they if he ended up being this whistleblower that he was trying to be i don't know if i said that even but like that craig's father was gonna yeah craig's father was gonna be the whistleblower that's why they killed him and the only people that Craig's father told about this whole vitamin pills was Craig's mom and Uncle Pete. I think Jimmy's father was a part of it. I think Jimmy's because Jimmy's father works for them. And I think Jimmy's I think Jimmy's father was like in on it. Like he was part of this whole scheme and Jimmy's mom found out. That's why she back back when they were fighting, she was like, you used to have morals. Mm -hmm. Like you used to fight for something good. And now you're just doing it for the money. I, I, I know what you, you mean. That I would not totally agree that it is especially this situation with the with the vitamin pills that um, Jimmy's father was involved because in the end of this chapter or this part, they just say, um, Craig just says, I bet your dad was somehow involved in some kind of health wiser scam. And I bet that your mother knew. But it doesn't really say it's, it was exactly this one. But yeah, maybe you're right. Well, yeah, but they're like they're creating a bunch of different diseases too, you know. Like, yeah. so this is so crazy, though. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really crazy. So it's like it's like you know, like this company, like they're literally. It's like I I don't really want to get into it all. Like I don't need to like say my own opinions on any of these things. But like you know how like a lot of people say that like you know the reason that there's no cure for cancer is because like cancer yes, is a profitable yes, business. It's like that. It's that's it's like it's exactly like yeah. that. This is so scary though. Seriously. It is scary. Mm-hmm. It is scary. <sighs> and that brings us to the final yes, part of chapter eight. Which I totally uh forgot all about, besides the fact um that they are playing Extinctaton again, which is also the <laughs> the title of this part. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Great, great segue. <laughs> yeah, but no, I know, I know one thing. Um, um, apparently, Craig. Well, he asked uh, Jimmy, "Hey, do you want to play Extinctaton?" And Jimmy was like, "What? What's that?" Because he totally forgot about it because they were kids when they played it last. Apparently, but Craig never stopped playing, and um, has been playing through all those years, and is like a super game master now. Yeah, I think it's called a. Grand I think they called a grandmaster. Yeah. So. Um, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, but you, do you want to tell us quickly <laughs> before I start talking and this is all getting too long? <laughs> do you wanna, do you wanna... Sure, I'll do, I'll do another quick little yes. uh, summation. 
so basically once you become a grandmaster in extinctathon you can you unlock like a new level i guess or like a new a new basically you can play against other grandmasters so like that's what it's like a vip section kind of and then it comes back to the fact that um extinctathon is monitored by mad adam and now did you did you have a, a theory no, of who I mad adam was who that is because it's called the Matt Adam Trilogy. Trilogy. Trilogy, and, yeah. And um, it's just, pff, we don't even know this guy. Well, mm-hmm. now we do. Yeah. Now we do, guys. Finally, because something we know. Matt Adam, <laughs> yeah, right, finally. So Matt Adam is not a person, but it is a, a group of basically eco-terrorists. Crake, like, goes on some, like, he like clicks on some weird little links and like goes through all these things and it like shows the picture of Oryx again. It's, it's really weird. Um, basically he gets into like a back kind of like mm. chat room yeah. thing and it's showing like all of these like little e-bulletins and um, like corpse to corpse um, classified files and stuff Everything like this. Everything like top um, secret. Yeah, exactly. And so like there's basically all these different like, I like agree. articles, like, Basically, there are things happening in the world. So, like, a tiny parasitic wasp had invaded several Chicky Knobs installations, carrying a modified form of chicken pox um, specific to the Chicky Knob yeah. and fatal to it. Um, the installation had to be incinerated. Um, another thing... Oh, yeah, so these are these are police reports that are, that, that are okay. being read. That's what they are. A new form of the common um, house mouse um, addicted to the insulation on electric wiring had overrun Cleveland, causing an unprecedented number of house fires. A new bean weevil has been found to be resistant to all known pesticides. Um, a microbe that ate the tar in asphalt has turned several interstate highways to sand. All interstates were on alert and a quarantine belt was now in place. And Jimmy's like, what, like, what is all of this? Like, What's wh- happening? Like, <laughs> hello? Well, after those reports, <sighs> Matt Adam, basically, there, there's a new thing appearing. It says, Matt Adam needs new ideas. Let us know if you have an idea. And then Chris says, sorry, gotta go. Yeah. You know, it's like some, some kind of chat or whatever. And Jimmy just doesn't really mm-hmm. get an answer to his question, but he um, feels this coldness, um, the same coldness that he felt when his mom left, um, the feeling of something's forbidden. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, if Craig has access to all of these, he has <laughs> access to this organization. He's sorry. basically a part of it. You good? <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Just look. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, Craig, he he might not be an active member of this organization, but he's he is a member of it. Like, he definitely he has gives them gives them like scary he, ideas. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> yeah, I, I've I don't know. It's just so yeah. Basically, that shows us you know, who Bad Adam is, what mm-hmm. Craig's been up to, and then at the very last part, this is also... Um, yeah. Wait, one more thing I was here. thinking. Isn't this, like, yeah. some conflict if, on the one hand, Craig is inventing all kinds of stuff for the government or whatever, and on the other hand, he's part of this revolutionary group thing? This is This is a conflict, right? Because... It is a conflict, but also, at the same time, I don't think that I don't think that Craig himself actually, at, at least at this point, I don't think that he's actually like created anything at school, and he's also not actively participating in yeah, the Mad Adam. Um, why thing. I thought yes. that, or why I thought it's weird, is because apparently Craig 
<laughs> I still think he's a sociopath. He doesn't care about anything. Like he barely cares about Jimmy. Why would he care about the plebs lands or I don't even know how they're called in English. Not plebs. Yeah. Yeah, the plebs. So, yeah. Um. Why would he care? Why would he care for this group? I didn't really get. It. But I can like I can sort of imagine that he has some sort of like idea in his head that he wants to like kind of use mm-hmm. both like you know use both things in a way to like yeah. benefit himself so like if he if he could like create something for the government and then like give mad adam like a way mm-hmm. to get around it so he's in control or so like he's vice just versa in control. yeah exactly exactly i told you um, he's a and sociopath then <laughs> at the very Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Now that we've reached this far, I think that I'm I'm also um I'll okay, jump great. I'll jump over the fence oh, welcome. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I told I'm not you. saying that. <laughs> I'm not a smart ass. But yeah, I did. But so so Craig the last night, like that 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 all just happened on the last night, but then Jimmy's like trying to go to sleep on the on this pull out sofa and then he like hears some sort of like screaming. Yeah. And it was coming from Creek. Like it was, there were no words. It was just like screams. And apparently, it happened every night that he was there. When he confronts um, him, and then yeah, sorry, keep going. No, no, no. You, I was, like, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, so and like say he it. confronts uh, Craig, and he like, did you dream something crazy? What happened? And he was like, no, I never dream. I don't remember my dreams. We don't really know, or the reader doesn't really know what's happening. Why does he have those kind of? dreams like why is he why is he screaming and um and then he's talking about maybe you explain that because there's a lot of words i don't know in english yeah. the last part yeah. the last paragraph yeah so the, the very end of chapter eight the last the last couple sentences it says um so craig never remembered his dreams it's no man that remembers them instead worse than remembers he's immersed in them he's wading through them he's stuck in them every moment he's lived in the past few months was dreamed by craig No wonder Craig screamed so much. Creepy. <laughs> so, like, that's just, like, another thing that's just, like, Craig literally created the world that yeah. Snowman is living in. Like, all of it is yeah. his fault. That's basically. what I mean. Like, he must invent, he must have been up to something in this university or whatever. Maybe he combined all of those things. Or even, or even huh? afterwards, maybe. Yeah. Or even afterwards, maybe. Maybe he, he combined all of those weird inventions and made one hell of a world out of that i don't know well i'm hoping that we'll find yes, out soon. we're half through wow we're halfway through we're That's halfway crazy. through guys so next time we'll read yeah. 9 10 and 11 right so in case anybody wants yeah, to join which, us <laughs> in case any of you are actually reading this <laughs> alongside of us you got three you got three chapters for next week all right but you can do it it's actually yeah, not, not a lot, lot longer than chapter, chapter eight, eight so, is huge um it makes it make sense so that we can just have three more episodes so we just have eight episodes in total yeah. we thought that that was a good number so um yeah um do you have any anything else you would like to to add before we i don't know just maybe Malu? the fact that i'm still confused even though i'm halfway through and i hate books that i don't know give you the <laughs> i don't know solution of everything in the last chapter <laughs> but besides that <laughs> i'm still reading i like still like reading it But it's still very confusing. Yeah. yeah. We're just stressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, 
thank you um thank you guys for listening this we is hope a kind of like it. long episode but this was a long chapter too so yeah it's also not it's not our longest episode so <laughs> that's okay i wonder if anybody would listen to this maybe probably your brother will be like they you will. know listening to two episodes and i'm like okay i'm just gonna pretend i'm listening because you talk too much well the thing is like i never i had like i do not shut the fuck up about this podcast i tell every person that i talk to like every time that i see them that we're doing this and like i have like i've had like like five or six people like message me on instagram being like when is like hey like do you have the Aww. link already like can you send it to me so like it's not a lot of people, but, like, I have some friends who like to read. And, like, I think, you know, some people would, um, I think some people yeah, will I, listen to it. I don't know, like, I maybe, like, 40. I did have a 40. conversation with my, a friend of mine yesterday. And I told her, and she was like, I want to listen to it. And we're like, I mean, it's in English. She's like, damn, because she doesn't speak English. <laughs> ah, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Not fuck for her. But, yeah, I'm positive. We'll be rich and famous. You know, now that we know that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. This is our claim to fame. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, Lucas. Because actually, maybe we have to mention thank that you. I started being the great editor person of this podcast. And then I just kind of like, you know, oops, I have a baby. This happened. <laughs> so Lucas took over. <laughs> and I'm very thankful because I wouldn't have the time to cut 70 or 80 minutes of talking. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. It's it's a lot, but it's because we like literally like if you guys had to just listen to this whole episode straight, like you literally would not listen to it. Um, like I do have to cut out quite a bit because we're like um, fapite. <laughs> it's a lot of you know. I mean, I do have a language barrier, even though I think I speak okay, but I do not understand everything. Or maybe I do have a lot of translation problems too. That's that's the thing. I think if you were reading yeah. the book in English, it would be uh -huh. easier for you because like. I could like I could probably read this book in German and talk about it in German, but if I had to talk about it in German after reading it in English, like yeah, translating because, is just but, so I mean, hard. Every so. other book would be fine, but especially this book being a dystopian novel, <laughs> inventing a lot of new words with all the made up <laughs> words too. Yeah, exactly. No, I I think that you um, are doing great. I really enjoy editing the episodes. I think I have fun. Um, I, maybe it's my personal bias, but like. I think that it's fun to listen to us talk. And I think that we kind of have like a good flow going on. And I, I it's, it's fun. It's, it's good. I it's hope all good. everybody else likes our flow too. This sounds weird. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see how much of that I have to cut Sorry. out. <laughs> but, um, but yes, no, it's, yeah. um, it's all, okay, it's yeah, all good. Fun too. So, yeah, no, I, I, that's all that that's all that I care about. I, I like yeah, doing this. It's like my new hobby. I, it like gives me like a fucking <laughs> right purpose now, yeah. in this life. Oh wait, yeah, I do have a baby too, but this yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, my child. Oh yeah, I guess she's my purpose too. <laughs> I'm such a great mother. Wow. <laughs> okay, are we done? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I don't know if if that was not a good enough ending, we can literally just record another one and fucking yeah, shit like true. shit it in the end. I just didn't want you to, you know, like you said before that um that you always that that the episode is just ending <laughs> without saying bye. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Bye. See you later. 